What's up, everybody? Welcome to Straight No Chase with Jesse Mitchell. I am the innovator, the emancipator, the originator, Jesse Mitchell. Today on the show with me, I have the beautiful Miss Nastasha Toombs, owner of Nets Realty. Realtor, you need, you need a house, you need something done, hey, it's where you need to go. And as you can see, she ain't bad to look at. <laughs> also, I got my brother Reddick with me today, owner of New Decadent Designs Studio. Get with him, hey, boy, get with that art, he do his thing. We're gonna get to that in a little bit. Also, I got Miss Sable Lee, owner of B Lashes. Get them lashes now, hey. You wanna bat them eyes at the men, girls? Get them lashes. Today on the show, we're gonna uh, recap back last episode. I don't know if you were with us or not, but we talked about cosmetic surgery in women and a lot of stuff. Lovely uh, Miss Luna was on. She told her side and what she had going on, her experience of it. To me, it sounded like she went through a whole lot for them cheeks, but I mean, hey, if you got to have it, you got to have it. But I personally ain't doing all that. But I mean, hey, teach us on. If that's what you wanna do, I like the cheeks. So, hey. I ain't mad at it, but you know, the lovely Miss Sable Lee, she had some work done, so she wanted to come tell her side of what she had going on. So we're gonna see what you know what she got going on. So Miss Miss Sable, where did you uh, get your work done at? Um, I went to California. Oh, you went to Cali? Okay, yeah. see, see, Luna said she went to Miami, so you went out all the way, all the way to Cali. Yeah, I went to California. Okay, sunshine. Okay, it never rains in Southern California, huh? <laughs> all right. How long was you out there for that? Um, eight days. Oh, eight days. Okay. Yeah. Did you actually stay at a recovery house out there, or? No, they they don't have recovery houses out there. Oh, I guess because okay. it's not like popular in California like it is in Miami. So. Mm, okay, cosmetic surgery ain't popular in California. Well, it's not like it is in Miami. It's like, not like a a go to. I thought that's what Silicon Valley was. <laughs> I, know, I, would, I, know, I, would, I would imagine like they do that's more that's like face sure. surgery in California, but <laughs> yeah. not like butt. You yeah. know, right. yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's not like a go to so, oh, so destination you, well, place. Well, let's start sure. there. So you got your butt done. That's yes. what you got done. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we we had to address that. Okay, okay. but thank you. It's cheaper in Miami. <laughs> you, you, you feeling well? <laughs> it's cheaper in Miami. So that's probably why it's more popular in Miami because it's cheaper. Okay. Isn't Doctor Miami and supposed to be the guy that do all the stars and all that? Hopefully, he didn't do Kate Michelle's, but. Yeah, he oh. ain't cheap. <laughs> Just believe. Cali more expensive. Okay. 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 So you say you was out there eight days. Yes. Okay. So what else? So did you enjoy the experience? Um, half of it, a little bit. Um, did you get what you went for? Did I get what I went yeah. for? Did yeah. You, did I you did. get the look and what you want? How you want? Like when you saw envision what you want you went to get? Well, the next. Did you get it? Well, yeah. Now I got. I'm happy. Okay. So you had to go back. No, I didn't have to go back. Okay. The next day when I was swollen, because I'm a little girl. Around your colon. <laughs> I'm a smaller girl, so my next day I was very swollen, so my mm. butt was, like, huge. And you didn't want it that big? Oh, no. Mm -mm. Okay. So I, we don't want to go Nikki? No. Okay. <laughs> we want to be Megan? Not Megan either. Megan ain't that big. Um, it's nice, but it ain't all that big. They're, they're they're stable. Yeah, they're okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a gauge of what we're at now. You know, I'm trying to get a button meter of where we're at. Trying to get the stable with the cuff. So right. okay, okay, there it is. There it is. Stable with the cuff. Okay, okay. Um. So yeah. Mm, okay. So, are you telling me earlier you had some complications? What were the complications? Um. So the. Well, a couple of hours after my, I was awake. I did a awake BBL. Oh shit! Um, so I wasn't put to sleep or anything like that. I hmm. was under. I, do they call it local anesthesia? Something like that, where I wasn't put or to general. sleep. General. General. Yeah. So instead of me being put to sleep, she just kept like poking me with needles, so I would be numbed from like the waist down. Hmm. Um. And they also My engineer is not pleased. I'm listening. Go ahead. <laughs> so they also gave me like a laughing gas. And before I actually got on the table, she gave me um, some type of pill that calmed me. Mm. A lot of people. What's that? Volume. Must give you volume. It wasn't yeah. a volume. It was. Some people use it to go. They use it to go to sleep. Um, uh, Xanax. Xanax. Uh, yeah. Uh, so this is. My next one. So I was gonna say Molly. So, um, the what did you say it was? Xanax. Xanax is the Xanny for you to go to sleep, right? Uh, so, mm -hmm. if you don't go to sleep on this, you're gonna start hallucinating and having side effects of it. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
after my procedure, I went to the hotel and I thought I was dead. Mm. <laughs> so my mind started playing tricks on me huh. and I was hallucinating. Mm. So I had to go to the hospital and I attacked the nurse. I attacked the doctor. I actually have to go back down here. You got a charge. Um, the, 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 the legal ramifications. Or were they trying to... Huh? There were legal ram- ram- ramifications if I can so get it out. Ramifications. Yeah. Um, assault. <laughs> assault charge. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Stop yeah. it. So. Child, no. Child, yes. <laughs> so what they don't tell you whenever whenever you look at YouTube and Instagram. Listen up, ladies. And you see all of these girls with these nice bodies. Like, you have to be in the right state of mind before you do this. Like, hmm. I mean, if you have, like, anxiety problems, depression, any of that, you need to get that checked, like, a full evaluation before you do any type of surgery. So you would suggest for individuals to go and get, like, a comprehensive clinical assessment? Yes. To make sure and some you- places do that. Like, my friend that went at around the same time as me, but she went to Miami. She said that they gave her a, um evaluation. Like, okay. they made her go get they a mental a evaluation right, and right, stuff like that. Right. My doctor did not make me do that. Mm. Um, and I might be a little crazy. Uh, I guess I am because of my complications that I had afterwards. But, um, yeah, you need to be in your right state of mind. Like, just don't think that this is just something that's... You got something you want to say, Rick? I'll just, I'll just add a question. Like, oh, shoot. When, <clears throat> when you thought about doing it, how long did it take you actually to really, you know, make a decision to that's what you wanted to do? Was it something that Why not you really done? What was the time? What was the time span as far as like, hey, I want to get this done, and then when you went to go get it done, what was the time? The time lapse. So I've been looking into it for years. Okay. Like okay. how y'all was talking about Doctor Miami. Right, 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 right. I was looking at him for years, and then I had five children. Okay. So five. Five. Wow, mm-hmm. she looks amazing to have five children. <laughs> so I have five kids. So um, going to go get my body done was like something that I've been researching for. Mm-hmm. If How you want to put a pay? time frame on it, like five, five thousand. <clears throat> yeah. I, I mean, five years. I paid ten thousand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the racks. What made you do California versus Miami? That's a very good question. Did you, did you weigh the pros and cons of that? Or yeah, how that happen? So the reason that I went to California is because I researched a doctor there, mm. and she worked more so on petite girls. Like I looked at all of her reviews. Um, yeah, all of her patients, her reviews, and also because I wanted to be awake. I didn't want to be put to sleep. Um, I just had a phobia of being put to sleep. Mm. So. And they say it's doctors in Miami that do awake, but I didn't see any. And at this time, you have so many girls, like, getting loans and all of this money. So you got to have it. think about how many girls are going to Miami, and those doctors are not going to put their time into just you. So I was thinking, they're not going to go to California and pay $10,000 for a body. They're going to go to Miami and pay three, 4000 That's how much it costs in Miami? Yeah, it's not as... It's not yeah, I might be working on her ass soon, yo. Yeah, it's, it's even cheaper. It's even cheaper in Dominican Republic. It's yeah. even cheaper in. Dominican oh, but DR heard. Yeah, I mean, you can get like a lot of with ten thousand dollars going to Miami. You can get a whole new face, body. Damn, you can, be a whole new you, huh? Like, and your works. hair done with some hair extensions. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's the reason why I went to California because I just needed her to focus on me because I did not want to wake up and look horrible yeah. like mm. and being awake she, she stands you up you see where she's putting the fat um mm. oh gosh like <laughs> yeah that had to be kind of weird or interesting right. well it wasn't do you get to direct it like hold on I'm, uh, I'm still see you're not even like that <laughs> so you're not like sore or I, I stood up I turned around um so you saw your results as she was doing doing it. When your butt was cut open? No, so you're not cut open. They take these needles and they just... My nephew's out of control. Yeah, they just just insert. (laughs) It's like a long... They call it... What is... Probe. A prong. They call it something, but it's... Reddick's always done his research. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's almost it's still called the horse needle. Just say the horse needle. Yeah, the horse needle. It's gonna call the horse. And they just you're just they just keep inserting fat. So you're not like cut open. Your ass ain't. I mean, can I cuss? Oh, okay. Straight no <laughs> Your butt. We don't give a um, damn. <laughs> your butt isn't like wide open. You're just, they just insert, they make a little hole and they just keep yeah. inserting the fat in there. But did you, did you consider having uh, someone to go along with you or did you go by yourself? Uh, my, um, my 15 year old daughter and my 12 year old daughter went with me. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. My, oh, my sister was supposed to come, but she canceled on me last minute. Yeah, right. she dropped the ball. Right. So did you get locked up while you like were recovering? That's a great question. So they were going to lock me up, but the police officer obviously could tell that I was not in my right state of mind. And she was like, I can't do this. Like, I can't lock you up. I'm not going to take you downtown because I see that you're not. And I talked to a nurse. I even talked to the doctor that did my surgery. And she was like, she was like completely just like wow because she was like she never said that that's what they're he yeah she was like that's what they're here for to help you like you went there for help how can they charge you for something yeah. and um like i really didn't know what was going on with me like i really thought that i was dead yeah like mm. whenever i got into it had to be horrible home, it was very horrible yeah. <laughs> it was so bad <laughs> so i got a question did you once you you got back did you seek psychological evaluation did you seek any type of are you just saying i'm good now mental health you know because once again there got to be some type of long-term effects in regards to you know yeah what so, you went through and i have another question if what they gave you made you have a psych psychological trip can't you like sue them or like don't you have a yeah. case for like malpractice I mean, or something like that? So much paper. Uh, I so got you with the judge. Yeah. Even if they you got die, you with the judge. Yeah, if you die on that table, it's not their fault. You yeah. cannot. Your family can't sue them. Like, it's it's not. They're not held responsible for anything that happens to you. And the only reason is that because it's it's cosmetic. It's yeah. not something that you have to go through. So. If it's not something that you have to go through and it's something that, you know, you choose to do in order to, you know, you know, cosmetic wise, they're not, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're not, they don't have the ability to get sued, so. Well, I'm sure they're going to cover this stuff. They know they, yeah, they're not yeah. no dummies now, yeah. So, Definitely. of course, they're going to cover this stuff. Yeah. Well, so, case is still pending. We'll get that handled, though. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. That's what's up. Okay. Free save. No save. Hey, I'm the artist. 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 No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even just, I was broke. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, were you biting? Did you fucking your body up? Like, I was rolling on the bed. I was, I was tripping out. I was. Damn. How long, how long? So the thing was, I prayed. I, I don't think that I've ever prayed so hard. That day I was praying so hard. And I was like, um, the thing that made me realize that I wasn't dead was because, of course, my brother just passed away, right? So I was like, um, Rest in peace. If he, yeah. if I'm dead, he will come to me. And he didn't. That whole time that I was in that room tripping out, like he never came to me. Mm -hmm. So I was like, there's no way that I'm dead. So I was like, what like what what's wrong with me and i kept telling the um nurse and the police officers i was like this is not me and my daughters was telling them like she's tripping out because of the medicines that they gave her yeah. and did, did you do the wall test what is that when you walk see if you can walk through the wall walk into the wall no so the thing and it was so like serious because like at one point in time at one point of time i was like about to take the police officer's gun and shoot myself oh shit i was so out of it wow. i was out of it like completely mm. gone and they don't t like the doctors don't tell you that they don't tell you the side effects of things that could happen to you whenever you're going through this. She yeah. decided to tell me that afterwards. Like After she, the fact. Right. She told me that she had two other patients.
patience. They did that. Oh, oh shit. See what I'm saying? Did, did she call you after to check on you? Did she call and do follow up checks? When I was inside the hospital, she was on the phone with my daughters and she just kept telling them, like, um, because you know, after surgery, they put this faha on you that compresses you. Mm-hmm. And that's so that if you take that faha off, immediately after you get surgery, you'll bleed out. Mm-hmm. Like, completely bleed out. So, I kept hearing her say... That's not good, people. Uh, I just kept hearing her say, just make sure they don't take the faha off of her. Don't take the faha off. Um, but she would not come up there. She was in the same city of the hospital, and she would not come hmm. to the That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So... Whenever those girls tell you, like in Miami, I hear it in Miami too. Like once they get your money, they give you nasty attitudes. But when they're doing those consultations with you, trying to get your money, it's all love, huh? It's all love. (laughs) But after that, they don't care. Yeah, screw you. Yeah, I got paid now. Yeah, right. I got paid. Right. So I think we'll probably go without saying that you probably wouldn't do it over again. Um, don't don't jump, really. I said, don't jump. That's how they be. I swear, hey, I swear, that's how they be. Like, yeah, I'm going back. You would? What? Um, you would do it again? I would do it again. She going back. What you talking about? She probably tell you. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. After, after the charges is dropped. Listen. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Say. Listen. So, um, I'm not going to go back to California. I would do a lot of things different, but um, I'm going to go get breast augmentation. <clears throat> In Jukes. September. <laughs> Puppies. Come um, on now. I would just do a lot of things different. I'm gonna do a lot of things different. <laughs> 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 so what, what would you feel like? My you would wanna do different. I'll definitely have my mother there. I'll have my you mom. They got to have mom dukes. Be able to control yes, I'll have my mom the there and um I think I would be like more in a better mindset. Like more prepared, yeah, more prepared. Like I know it's one. I know I'm. I have an idea of what could happen. But when you're on that medicine, you can't control your thoughts, right? But I have my mom there, and I can also like. um, I'll be put to sleep too because. Are you going to sleep this time? After doing all of this research, like like I said, the Xanax. I don't know what put me to bed. The Xanax is a sedative. Like, it's meant to put you to sleep. And if you stay Sedative. up on that, uh, whatever. <laughs> Your body, I'm I got you, though. I'm tracking. And it's going to start making you hallucinate. Like, it's going to, it's so you going to, yeah. to go to sleep. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah That's why people that, that take yeah, that as a fun out. drug, right. as a yeah. part. I'm like, how do you do yeah. it? Yeah. Xanax is, is for anxiety. You know, if you got real bad anxiety, uh, that's what they, you know, <laughs> post-traumatic syndrome. Yeah. That's why they prescribe Xanax. Well, there it is, people. You got to know. Y'all going to get this, your butt done, titties done, whatever you're getting done. It's a psychological angle to it now. So, hey, you got to be ready to take care of yourself. Now, you want to get right. I understand. But, you know, y'all killing and hurting yourselves out here. Now, you're getting charges. Maybe Might not be worth family it. and friends with you. Yeah. Yeah. And if you Have got, that support. Yeah, and even if you got a, a nurse or someone that you know of that can actually go out there with you or you can call, that would be ideal as yeah. well. Because, like I said, once again, if you out there and you hear something that the doctor tells you and you don't know exactly that lingo or what they're telling you, it's good to have somebody you can call and say, hey, they're telling me to do this, blah, blah, blah. What is your professional suggestion? Yeah. So, you know. Um, now, yeah, yeah, don't be afraid to put a call in. Yeah. And that he, he's most definitely right because they was whenever I was going crazy in the hospital, they was going to, you know how they give the crazy people the shots? Mm-hmm. They was going to do that to me. But good thing my mm-hmm. sister was on the phone with my daughters and she was like, do not give her nothing. Are oh, you ready to drug you up? Yeah. yeah. They ain't nothing like a zombie. Yeah. They was like, Just do not give her. She well, said, do not give her anything. And make sure you have a, um, I like green a medical power of attorney <laughs> as well. It's in yeah. the zone. And that's what she kept telling them. She was like, I'm her power of attorney. So good right. thing she was on that phone because they was about to, I probably really would have lost my mind. Yeah. yeah. We would have been up there in, in Shady Acres. Yeah. Not Shady Acres. God. Here we go. All right, where's where's saving Shady yeah. Acres? Third floor. <laughs> <laughs> straight jacket on. Bitch went crazy. <laughs> Trying to get a body done. Mm. Right. Body just for the box. Come on, man. Live in the box. Live in the box. They And we're going to go to a commercial on that with y'all. <laughs> Oh my god, this is the best cookie I've ever had, yo. Girl, you must be crazy. Oh my, that's actually the name of the company, Crazy Cookies. Try one. It's good, right? 
Man, I'm t- hey, I don't know what you've been doing or how you've been living, but if you ain't had one of these crazy cookies, you ain't been living right. Ask straight, no chase. Delicious. <laughs> this episode of Straight No Chase was sponsored in part by Crazy Cookies. To get your crazy cookies, dial 910-747-4148 or email us at crazycookies910 at gmail.com. Welcome back, everybody. The innovator has returned. We're going to get to Miss Natasha Toombs now with her real estate. We're going to discuss this a little bit, see what she got going on with Nets Realty. Is that how you say it? Nets. Nets. Make sure you get <laughs> in there now. All right, now. So let's talk about that a little bit, real estate. Right. Me and you discussed earlier how you got into real estate, obviously before we got on camera. Let's talk about that. You said before you was telling me you had, you owned two, not one now. But two hair salons now. Mm-hmm. And she gave all it up for real estate. I used to do Safe's hair, too. I did her and all her sister's hair. All right. Okay, okay. And Diana's hair. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was doing everybody in the building so, hair. So she could do hair. So, yeah. okay. So we got, we got, we got clients in here that can yeah, vouch for the work. I'm going to look a mess now because she won't do my hair. <laughs> oh, okay. So, okay. <laughs> they, trying to sell, they trying to do Facebook petitions against me to make me do hair again. Yeah, yeah. You know? Hey, bring Natasha back to the heads. Right. Petitions out. Okay, so... <laughs> What made you switch from, if you had your, first of all, you owned two salons. That already was phenomenal as a, as a Latina woman. And uh, you're Cuban and what now? Cuban and Puerto Rican. Cuban and Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. She's still black. I don't care what she said. Oh, yeah, absolutely. As a minority or as a black, don't worry about it. Don't mind that, yo. Yeah, don't mind that. You know, she's a hot commodity now. They have fun. <laughs> but so uh, what made you decide to go into real switch and go into real estate? Um, I have been doing hair for about 10 years, so I started getting like purple tunnel, Mm, back problems, and I had a um, client that was a realtor, and she would come in and, you know, tell me about her realtor life, and... How she was living lavish, living Living la vida loca. You know, the savings was great and everything, so I was like, man, you know, Mm. and I started to become interested in it. What what did she drive? At that point, this was like six, seven years ago, that's when Escalades were really... And she had had an Escalade. She had a nice Escalade. A new one. Yeah, uh, it was shiny and everything. The ride will get you. <laughs> the ride will get you now. <laughs> so, you know, I was just like, man, you know, she's like, you would do really good with it. You're such a people person. You like to talk to people. You know, you actually care. So she's like, you should get into it. So and you're very personable. Yeah. So she was mm-hmm. like, um, you know, once I, I started taking the test or started doing, went to real estate school, I did that part time while I still had my hair business. And then um, once I passed the test, I started doing it part time along with doing hair. So I was actually working like six days a week. I would do three mm. days real estate, three days hair, you know, or sometimes four days hair, two days real estate, you know, because I was just really trying to grind it out, make sure I built my clientele. I wanted to learn everything I could. I worked in a bigger company at that point. Mm. So I was like sitting under, you know, the top producers and I wanted to learn. And you were soaking it in. You were learning everything you could. You know, because yeah. I mean, I never went to college. I have a GED. Yeah. You, you got know, to learn really it before you know, can earn it. Now. Remember I, that. I really came from nothing, you know, so it was not like I had a silver spoon, you know, so I've always. You said you got a GED. I have a GED. I never graduated high school. Stop it. Oh, my God. Stop it. <laughs> you hear this? If you believe, you can achieve, now. You hear this? Yeah, so uh, I didn't even finish high school. Got a GED. I was pregnant in the hospital with twins and got my GED. Stop it. And once I got out, I went to cosmetology school uh-huh. um, as a single mom. And then um, I have twins. At that point, I was like 19 years old, you know. Okay. Living on food stamps, living in, you know, the, the projects system. and everything. Yeah, the system. Yeah, living off the system, yeah. you know. Yeah, So once I got my cosmetology license, I moved here to North Carolina, and I met a lady uh, who worked, had her own, sal- um, her own salon, and she gave me the opportunity. I used to hold, you know, cardboard signs, let me do your hair, I'll do your lashes for free. Hey, you, you know? got to be hungry, you I hear me? You got to be hungry out here, no? I'm like, girl, you're so pretty, let me do your hair, you know, like, come try me out. <laughs> Got to get them clients, that's, though. I mean, that's yeah. really, and of course, Facebook. And once I made friends here in Fayetteville, I started meeting a lot of people. So it really helps me with real estate, too, because once I ended that business, a lot of my my hair clients became my real estate clients. They're like, girl, mm. I trust you with my hair, so now I'm going to buy a house. You yeah. know what I'm like? <laughs> okay, okay. That's what's up. So, okay. yeah. So once I, once I got dove into real estate, um, I sold my salon. And um, at that point. Got that paper from there. I didn't get as much. I just wanted to kind of get out of it at that point. So, you know, okay. I was ready to transition. Okay. I think I sold the salon for like $5,000. So, oh, okay. Yeah, I bought okay. it for ten at that point, but I sold it for half because I was just ready to You just ready to move on. Yeah. yeah, that ship is sealed. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, um, went into 
um, went into real estate, and then I want to say like two years later, I end up opening my own firm. Two or three years later, I end mm. up opening. My oh, own so you have your own firm now? You don't work for nobody. I am a broker. I'm okay. Like, yeah, okay. broker in charge. So, um, but I now, I, well, I end up transitioning into working um, under Keller Williams. So now I basically am a firm inside of a bigger firm. So I'm powered. Mm by, you know, uh, international company. The big machine. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, mm-hmm. so. Like the rap labels do. They own a label and they have a big a distribution right. deal with the bigger labels. Right, stuff. exactly. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I did. So at first I started off as a boutique firm for like a year. Mm-hmm. And then I got an offer from Keller Williams that I couldn't refuse for yeah, you can't turn Keller Williams for my now. agents to have more training and just, you know, better growth and opportunities. So we went with it. Okay, that's what's up. So, um. Real estate. I see a lot of people like getting into buying houses now and stuff. Like, what's the what's the perks or what's the good points? I would say about owning a house. Or Ownership. A I mean, you think about it. How much do you pay for rent every month? You know, if you pay, if you spend a thousand, I personally pay not but a thousand dollars. Yeah, you spend a thousand dollars on rent every month. That's twelve thousand dollars a year. You mm-hmm. know, and if you've done that for five years, that's sixty thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Think about what you could have owned in five years or how much equity you could have in a house that you've owned, you know, that you've been spending a thousand dollars a month on, you know, and if you've ever have to sell or if you, you know, instead of having a landlord kick you out and you've paid $60,000 of their mortgage, you know, you could have that $60,000 for yourself, mm-hmm. you know, your own equity in your own home. You don't have to worry about a tenant or a landlord or somebody above you whose kids stomping all day. You know, you don't have to worry about a landlord saying, hey, thank you for paying, you know, my mortgage for three years. Now I'm going to go up on the rent a thousand or a hundred dollars more. So when you pay rent, you're actually paying their mortgage and paying them a little extra money also. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, they're, they're a lot of people might didn't know that, but that's what you're doing. Yeah, you're, they're, you're running a house or even an apartment complex. You know, there's an owner to an apartment complex, mm-hmm. you know, and you're making them money. You know, it's, it's all, a business. It's a business. So let's mm-hmm. say you're paying, you know, their mortgage is $800 for a house that you're renting. Well, they might charge you 1100 Or 12 exactly. Yeah. And they're going to pocket that for Especially and the pay their mortgage. Right now, you know, so they're pocketing some money. Plus, you know, they're having you pay their mortgage for the next 10 years. Yeah. And then once you decide you want to have do home ownership, you walk away and you have nothing. You you don't have any of that ten years that you've invested into that that rent, their house, you know. But they're they, when you walk away, they have a whole bunch of equity. If they decide to to sell their house, now they can sell it and make all the money that you just gave them. Okay, you know everybody can still see you, right, Sable? Mm-hmm. You know everybody can still see you, right? You're still on the segment now. <laughs> I'm saying you see, you was very into your phone, like you weren't getting. Like you, you're not off the camera now, because oh, you know. No, I'm making sure that the video. Okay, okay. Um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just checking with you now. Oh, yeah, no. I didn't want you to be like you do some crazy, but like, oh, I didn't think yeah, they could yeah, see yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but okay. Don't open up any news or anything. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> you haven't left the set. Yeah, I see my man Reddit Mac over there doing his thing now. All right. I do have a question though. What was your What was your question? After you got into it, what were some of the, the pitfalls as opposed to, you know, the cons and making that trains the yeah, the cons when you got into it? That means the bad things, people. And to and whenever I went from here to real estate. Yeah, because I'm sure it was a hard transition. So for those that's thinking about getting into real estate, what was the it isn't always the you know, glitz yeah. and glamour. I had to have it, a taste. It is not the glitz and glamour. I get so many people who are like, hey, you inspire me. I want to do real estate, right. you know. But if you're used to working um, under someone and you're not a motivated person, I will say, yourself, to be able to get up in the morning, make calls on your own, grind. You know, if you're not into social media naturally, because, I mean, I would say I feel like social media runs a lot of... Runs the world. Business. Right. Like, if you have a small mm-hmm. business, social media is important. And if you're too shy for the camera, Greatest tool. if you don't like to post, if you don't like to add people that you don't know then maybe a, a entrepreneurial business type of job is not for you. Because, you need to work for somebody. Yeah, you know, well, some people are not motivated. So I, I tell my agents all the time, you know, this is still a business. And I'm like, you're only going to make as much money as many times you decide to go turn on that open sign and unlock those keys to your business. Absolutely. So I can sit here and throw you clients all day. I can sit here and talk to you all day. But if you don't go and open your business every day, it's not going to work for you. Yeah. I think <clears throat> a lot of people don't understand when you start your uh, you start out owning a business. You have to treat it just as that uh, a business. So when you get up, you gotta you gotta be disciplined, and that means setting hours and adhering to those hours. So just as if you would get up and get ready for work for someone at nine o'clock, you need to do the same thing and treat your business. Absolutely, exactly. you gotta have a structure. Yeah. You gotta have a plan. People get like self-employed, or they're like, oh, I'm I'm my own boss. 
But then they get stuck laying in the bed and they making no money. At night, you know, right. or twelve o'clock in the afternoon, and then eating, you know, and talking on the phone, and they're not talking. Well, they're not. So I, I'm not going to say that. What you so I have a question for for Reddick. So even as an artist, because I feel like the audience needs to know this. So even as an artist, you have to have that same kind of discipline. Definitely, definitely. I think um, <clears throat> I think the difference for me is that um, I've been in mental health and behavioral health basically um, my freshman year in college, moving into. Uh, adulthood, but I also work with uh, the Bobcats and uh, the Fellville Patriots. So therefore, I have multiple things that I was doing. I ain't really get into artwork until you know. Um, I've been doing it all my life, but I didn't get back into it until I lost someone that you know was very important to me. But uh, the discipline comes with uh, knowing at the end of the day what your plan is, having those those three year and those five year goals. So you have to make sure that you set the tone for yourself because once again, anybody can say, "Hey, I own a business," but do you really have a business? Are you making money? How active are you with your business? Are you making money? Not, That's the point of not, having a business, making right. money. But not even just that. Also, making sure that your business is legitimate and actually noted. But well, you gotta take care of your people too, well, your customers. But noticed yeah. by the state, you gotta make sure your your business is situated when it, and when it comes down to that paperwork. Well, sure. if you ain't get your paperwork, you don't have a business. Well, you can go and get a business license all day. This is true. But you can't, but if this your is business true. is an LLC, then you don't have a business bank account. You don't have all these other things. Your business don't have, uh, it's not incorporated with the state. Once again, there's a lot more to it. Anybody can say mm -hmm. I own a business, but once again, there's more to it. Yeah, I need to see paperwork. Yeah, I need to see you paperwork. You got paperwork. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Right. Yeah. So, nah, you know, yeah. you want to make sure, especially when you get ready to do business with someone. At Losers Consulting, we have the paperwork. <laughs> there you go. We want to make sure that paperwork's straight. You need help with that VA disability? You want to learn how to invest in the stock market? Yeah. You right. want to get that jump shot right? Mm-hmm. You see the sweet left hand? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, holler at Losers Consulting. We take care of you. So, <clears throat> <laughs> Come on now. Come on down. So you, I know that, you know, there's been a whole lot of changes coming on with Fayetteville, um, downtown, you know, um, different areas of the city. Where do you see the city of Fayetteville within the next five to ten years? That's really hard to say because with this pandemic that's happened, mm -hmm. we were what's considered a buyer's market. It was easy for buyers with low credit flip. scores oh, and uh, like $500, we can get you into a house. Right, right. Now it's taking thousands of dollars because what happened during coronavirus is we used to have like 4,000 homes on the market, you know, and it was, you know, lots of homes. Everybody had lots of options. Well, then when the pandemic happened and the interest rates dropped, everybody's like, well, I want to buy now. I can get a 2%. You know, mm -hmm. interest rate and buy a house, and then my payments be low. I mean, you could buy a two thousand dollar, a two. I mean, I'm sorry, not two thousand, a two hundred thousand dollar house, mm -hmm. and have twelve hundred dollar payments a month. Right. You know, so everybody was like, I want to jump on this bandwagon. Well, we went from four thousand homes to like four hundred homes within yeah. a year. So now it's like the Hunger Games of real estate, trying to find a buyer a home. Because as soon as a house gets on the market, everybody's like, ah, like roaches, you know, like. Yeah, my, my brother's dealing with that now. He's trying to buy a house, and every time he bids for a house. People, other people that are bidding with them, they'll be like, well, okay, well, I got 10000 or 15000 right. up front, I'm going to put down. Right, I mean, yeah. think about it. Like, and he'd be like, well, damn, I don't have over 15 grand to just throw these people like that. You know what I'm saying? But, and then, so those people get the house. Yeah. So, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right yeah, you I got mean, the money. You, yeah. It's you know hard because, in a, you know, we have. I work with a lot of VA buyers, you know, mm -hmm. E4s, E5s, E6, you yeah. know, and above. Shout out but, to the VA loan. Yeah, <laughs> VA, right? So, but they don't have, usually you come across these families that's just getting stationed here. They don't have all that money put mm -hmm. aside to be able to compete with, you know, that type of crowd. People are coming, moving from Raleigh, coming here from New York, mm -hmm. you know, selling their houses in New York and have $100,000 in equity from, you know, their expensive house in New York mm -hmm. and coming here like, hey, oh, 20 grand? Here I'll you put go. that down. Boom. No yeah. problem. Yeah. You know, so they're winning the bidding wars. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I actually, um, in my neighborhood, one house went up for sale, and I guarantee you, in just a week alone, it was probably like 20, 20 potential owner. I mean, buyers coming by looking at the home. Shit, that's on the contract, but I mean, the house sold basically in about two to three days. I was yeah. gonna say it's one. That's like, how it is. It's one like three houses down from mine. Got the in ground pool and all that. You know what I'm saying? All the works and all that shit. That shit went on sale. But then a week, that shit went on. People who um, <laughs> bought houses from me like two years ago, they have come to me and said, "Hey, we're moving. I need to sell my house." The house they bought two years ago mm. now is like thirty grand in equity. Yeah. So they're selling their house and making thirty grand just off of owning a house years. for two years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just depending on the area. We sold we sold one of the homes um, over in um, uh, what's the golf course? 
West Side. Gates Four. Uh, Kings Grant. No, not Kings Grant. Stedman. Um, it's on the tip of my tongue. I, I can't feel. Yeah. Uh, what is it called? Um, uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know. Either it's Either way, we unloaded on that one. Yeah, she did. Look that one up in Sidman. Yeah, but either way, I think like right now, um, uh, what do you see as far as the bubble possibly bursting? So, I mean, it's been tossed around. We've talked to lenders about it to kind of see where our market is going. They say it might go into a foreclosure market because mm. what happened was everybody did deferments mm. on their mortgage payments. Mm. Tell us all that, about that. Let's get about the deferment. So, that, so that's going to be around the bite them in the butt. Now nip, yeah, they're saying nip them on them cheeks. Huh? Bite them in the butt. And nip you know, em. People being laid off and skipping out on their mortgages mm. is going to come back to bite mm. them in the butt. Mm. So we've heard that it will become a foreclosure market. I mean, we were scared it was going to have a market crash. Honestly, when all this first happened, my lenders were even scared to process any loans at first. Yeah, I remember. I remember yeah, I was like, hearing that. You know, yeah. they were like, oh, I was, I I was hearing a lot of that. Baywood. Baywood. Yeah, Baywood. There Baywood. it is, Baywood. Yeah. Listen, you over there, I saw you. You over there doing like this? Yeah. Oh, it's coming. Oh, yeah. She ran from the ship. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be lovely for them. <laughs> lovely. But it'll be good, but then our market, the values of the homes will ultimately drop. Yeah. You know, right now, it's like our market, what, Raleigh market? That's when you buy. Yeah. Right. That's when you would buy, but, you know, it'd be it's bad for the people. You buy the dips, sell the rips. Yeah. For the houses. That's right stock now. term. So, I know, you know. We're hoping our, our market stays strong, you know, yeah. for the sake of the market, you know, people not being upside down in their houses, you know, because think about it in five years, if someone paid top dollar for their house and then they have to PCS and move mm. and then the market is different. They're going to be upside, upside down. down yeah. Oh, yeah. House, yeah. Right. You know, so that means they go owe more than it's worth. Right. That's what upside down means. Yeah. So what would you, I mean, for, for individuals that, you know, um, are wanting to actually look into lending, what would be their best best route at this moment. What would you say at this moment? Just hold off? Because what I see now is a lot of individuals having a lot of cash flow mm -hmm. because they've been saving. But then too, what I do also see is that, uh, you know, there's a lot of jobs out here where people don't actually, um, uh, they're not wanting to go back to work. But eventually that money is actually going to dry up right. as far as those, you know, those those payments that the government is giving them. Exactly. Go back to work and they paying me double to sit home. But you damn right I ain't going back to work. You crazy fool. But, but, look, <laughs> but look at the worst case scenario. If they stop, if once they, once those I'm riding this and the wheels fall off, baby. As long as them checks coming, I'm at the house. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what? That check getting good every week. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> that shit is more regular than me. That check is coming every week. What you talking about? <laughs> what? They got that 600, 500, 600 a week. Thing, right? I mean, people have money. If you're in a position to buy, because we, I can't say it's going to turn into a foreclosure market. And if you're looking to buy, the interest rates are low. So it is kind of, you know, the best time to buy, but we can't, we can't predict the future. Yeah. You know, the rental market is no better right now. Yeah, do you not, have, yeah. do not know how hard it is to find a house yeah. to rent? Yeah. And then yeah. they've inflated those prices. A house that was probably two years ago that rented for 800 is probably for 1200 now. Damn. So do you see multi-units being possibly built at some point? Because you have people that's PCS in the Have you not heard about the, the lumber? The right. lumber price. Oh, the lumber's crazy. The lumber's pricing like quadruple. Yeah. Yeah, on wood. I'm stocking that. Yeah. yeah lumber has gone no up. I yeah, if you got stock in that, you can get lumber. And it's going to stop moving for a long time. Yeah. That's another reason why um, it ain't a lot of houses on the market yeah. because a lot of them stop. Yeah. yeah, and due to coronavirus or due to COVID, um, a lot of stuff is on back order. Like yeah. builders can't even get uh, supplies. Yeah. So now, like you know, a that's slow. My miles are right now. My miles are supposed to be outside right now. COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. H even H and H, which is the, the the big the big guy. Yeah. They're not even moving at this moment. Everything is at a standstill. Every, everybody's at a standstill. Yeah. So. When you do with your real estate, do you just do sell houses or you sell actually just land lots? Uh, yeah, we can do, do land do? lots, houses. So um, is it better to buy land and get your own house built or is it better to buy houses already built? It's more expensive like that. I personally interested in having my own stuff built. You know, I, I, I want my own ass to be on my toilet. That's just me. That's just me. Yeah, if, I, if I'm on it for 30 years now, I want to spread my own cheeks on the toilet. Without having to buy your own you know. land. I mean, you can go through a builder and they have the lot if you go in like a subdivision. But if you buy your own land, it's, it's you're going to need a Okay, so let me discuss. So the lot, me buying the lot is not me buying the land. A lot is, well, a land, like it just depends. Like if you find a piece of land, but a builder has not bought that land and has not pulled the permits to build on that land and, you know, mm -hmm. develop, a developer hasn't gone in there and said, okay, we're going to build this, then it's different because you're just basically picking land and saying, okay, I want a house built. Now you need a custom builder who's willing to 
go and build on that land for you. So and usually it's more expensive because they got all these upgrades. They can be like, you want this or this? Oh, yeah, they need to work. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Then, you know, and it's gonna be nice. So you're gonna be like, well, yeah, and damn, I need that. You got yeah. paid for up front. Mm. So. How, so how is Georgia's like? You can go to Georgia right now. Well, not right now, I'm sure. But their houses are nowhere near the price. Well, what you get for the price of the house in Georgia, as opposed to like North Carolina, is way up. It's it's totally off. You get so much house for a certain amount of price in Georgia that you can't that you can't get in North Carolina. I don't yeah. know if that's necessarily true. I don't true. feel like yeah, because I feel like my, now Miami. New, New York, right. California, not, yeah, not but not North Carolina, yeah. no. Yeah. North, Carolina. North Carolina's about the same. Charlotte, yeah. That's about the same as Atlanta. But, I mean, right. you got to go in Georgia, like in the country parts of Georgia. You ain't going to be finding no nice house in Atlanta no, hell no. cheap. You well, know? I'm just saying <laughs> outskirts. But it'll be cheaper than all the major cities. That's why right. most people move to Atlanta, because right. it's cheaper than New York, L.A., Miami and the stuff like that and the taxes is a little different I guess or whatever Right. but North Carolina is pretty much around the same I heard San Antonio is real low too yeah real cheap like I, I mean yeah. like two years ago before you know COVID happened you could buy a nice house here for 175 yeah mortgage payment $1,100 yeah you know you about a, 10 years old no no we're talking about the, 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 the fat shit new shit yeah I'm not gonna yeah. say super brand new but you could get a brand new 20, 20, 2015 2014 well I guess it depends also the area so I mean yeah I mean I think our homes are at, well where we're at now is actually holding holding this value, but um, we're over in the Jack Brick area. So I mean, I think well, that I mean, of course, you and Jack Brick. So Jack Brick or Jack Brick. <laughs> it's gonna be a little bit more expensive over there. You know, I mean, yeah. you in that best school district. You know that that's how what drives real estate is, of course, like. Yeah. Jack Brick wasn't all that. I went to Jack Brick. It wasn't all that. We'll see that thing about Jack Brick. It wasn't all that. I went. Yeah, we went to Jack Brick. It wasn't all that. Right. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was, that was, well, the most important thing I feel like people need to know about um, real estate and houses is that you can buy a house. People feel like because you've had a foreclosure or a repossession that you, it just basically wipes you from being able to have the opportunity to buy a house. And that is not true. So what's the bad credit? No money down. We still can get you in. Right. So you heard it. <laughs> Sound like legal. Come see <laughs> Come see now. Hey. Mr. Stassi too. Next realty. Next <laughs> it's not an S. Right. Oh, ain't no S. My bad. I'm talking yeah, about S yeah, all the time. She, she let me say it too. She was cutting that. No. Net. My bad, y'all. No S. Ain't no plural. So, what's the typical credit score? For VA loans, I mean, I have lenders who's doing 540, 550. What if they don't have a VA loan? Um, 580. 580? Yeah. Okay, as long as you've been on your job for two years, can show employment, you solid employment for two years. You haven't been late on a bill, usually about 12 months. Oh, they canceled, they canceled, they canceled them right there. <laughs> <laughs> They're done right there. That's again. That has to be right and turned off. Yeah, I can't exception. do nothing. That don't mean cable bid. <laughs> that means your actual car, something that's reflected on your credit. Like oh, okay. That's okay. TV. That's, you know. they that, oh, they don't got no cable. They all got Wi-Fi. Stop it. Ain't no cable. Everybody, everybody got an Amazon stick now. Netflix. What everybody. you mean? <laughs> Y'all are so silly. So, yeah. Yeah. To be in right now. Right. I mean, even bankruptcies. <laughs> people in, I, I still talk to people who have bankruptcies. Do they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, shit. Yeah. So, Damn, it's not over after the bankruptcy. It's not over. Yeah. So you hear it there, man. Okay. Well, there it is. She, she gave you the ends and that. What you want to know? Trying to tell you, man. I don't know. We're going we gonna, we gonna to segue out again, I guess. We're going to, I guess they say pay some bills. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> Destiny Child, pay my Not often I let hands touch me, but when I do, I'm touched by me. And that's Straight No Chase. This episode of Straight No Chase was brought to you in part by Touched By Me Massage Therapy. To book your appointment, dial 910-359-2873. It's your time to relax. We're back, folks. Thanks for coming back with us today. So today we're going to back this part of the segment. Not today, but this part of the segment. We're going to get into, well, this segment, not this part. We're going to get into art. I want to discuss a little art appreciation. I got my man Reddit today. He does his thing with the painting and stuff. We want to get into that. First off, Reddit, let's discuss how you even got into painting. You know, I like, I like origin. I, I, I like unsung and all the background on that. Come on, y'all. Like, I, need, I need all of it. Yeah. Um, actually, man, I'm self-taught. Um, oh. Um, oh. You know, growing up, 
Okay. I lost my mom at the age of 10. Grandma, Sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, I went into foster care for about two years. My grandma ended mm -hmm. up adopting me. Um, and we really didn't have too much, but like I said, uh, my grandma was like a, you know, a sharecropper, so to speak. Mm. So, you know, uh, she raised hogs, she had her own farm. So out in the country, we didn't really have but two channels, which was Channel 40, which she watched like WWF and PBS. You gotta have a wrestling. That's it. So, you know, uh, one of the channels that we watched was uh, Bob Ross. And by just watching that, I got into it and it's been history ever since, man. So you've been painting since then? Yep, self-taught. How long? How many years? Yeah, I can't tell you my age, but look. Nah, you're going to do that, huh? You're going to do that, huh? I tried to get you now. I tried to get you. No, there you go. That's wisdom. That's wisdom. You got some people that's 14 with gray hair, too. Stop. So, hi. This is true. So, do you actually sell your paintings? I do. I do. Commission. I also do community service events as well. So, partner with... I'm a part of several uh, arts councils like Wynwood District in Miami, Atlanta, Harvey Gantt Museum in Charlotte, of course, uh, the Arts Council downtown, Durham Arts Center. Okay. Uh, you get around. Okay. A little yeah, bit of this, a little bit of that. A little bit of Tupac. Happy okay. birthday to you. Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Shout out. Greatest rapper of all time. Right. Still got his picture on his mural on my wall at the house. Don't get it twisted. Mm -hmm. It's a Tupacalypse. There you go. But anyway, back on subject. He took me there now. Hey, okay, don't, don't talk about pop now. That's my dude now. Hey, you do it. Take me there now. You and me. Maybe me start getting to get flowing up in here now. <laughs> so silly. But okay, so um, I know you said new decadent designs. That's what that's what it's called. That's what you yeah. call your gallery, or um, that's basically <clears throat> what I started off with. Um, like in 2004, like I said, I, um, I ended up losing. Um, but I, like I said, I lost my girl at the age of 20. Uh, at the age of 30, I met my father for the first time since I was 30. Kind of thought I was youngest of 18 children. Um, met him, and uh, after losing my aunt, I just got back into art. And the first piece that I painted uh, actually sold for $1,000. Mm. So that would made me wake up and say, hey, you know, God gave me a gift. And mm. if I don't utilize it, then I'm doing this a disservice. So got back into it. Um, Played around with it, and before you know it, hey, I'm at where I'm at now. Okay, so how much your paintings go for? Ranges. Depends on the size, depends on the product, depending on the time that I put into it. So so a painting this size? This one actually sold for 2000 2000 Yeah, yeah. Mm. Commission piece, actually out of L.A. Um, it's getting to a point now where you... Um, those blue checks are starting to fill up my, my IG at this moment. Yes. So that's where you know. You know what the blue check means. Yeah, I feel like we need a snapping moment for that. Well, yeah. My brother, you have arrived. <laughs> so I'm getting there, so you know. My brother, you have arrived. Yeah. So, you know, um, this painting here is actually, um, it's about 50%. I'm nowhere near done. It may look like it is, but. So much yeah, that was whack. Hated it. But uh, <laughs> now I'm stopped now. I'm messing with it. Coming to it. So, you know. How long does something like this take? How, yeah. How, How long does it take you to make that? Uh, I actually been working on this one for about a week. Okay. Um, for about a week. Uh, I'll probably say I got about maybe about another 24 hours on it to complete. Um, this will be actually um, um, on display at the Dirtbag L's down, well, not downtown, but Dirtbag L's off of um, Hope Mills Road. Okay. So I'm going to be there for a while until the, you know I get ready to actually send it to L.A. So. Uh, I try to make sure I do a display before I actually send it off to the customer if they allow me to. How many paintings do you do? It take you just work on that one? I work on, right now I'm totally working on actually five projects at this time. Um, and that's not just the only projects that I work with. I do a lot of community service. So at this moment now. Got to give back. Yeah, got to. So um, at this moment now I'm doing a summer program for, for kids. So I do a creating design. I do it for adults. I do it for... Uh, Cumberland County School. You do it for the coach? Yeah, I do it for the coach. Okay. Migo, shout out. Migo. Um, so, yeah, uh, prior to COVID, uh, I actually partnered with the Cumberland County Schools. So, going out to like John Griffin, um, um, Southview Middle, and High School, and also Westover, a few other JW Coon. And actually, just doing art and design with the kids after school because they're pulling a lot of those activities for kids after school. So, that's what the summer program is about. So they don't gotta take art no more. Well, they take it, but the, a lot of the curricular activities that they they usually would put into school, they're actually taking out. So like music, all these additional, you know. What? Yeah, that's pulling them out of schools now. Yeah. All the culture. Yeah. All the culture stuff. What kind right. of shit is that? Exactly. 
So Step just, team gone. What? No. Yeah, none of that. No more. <laughs> right. Mommy, mama. No, I remember they used to be, they used to be hitting them things. The step show used to be the shit. What? Yeah, so we did what? We used to go to the step show. That was the shit. What? You're going to the step show. That's the thing. I was the only Puerto Rican on it, but I was in their stepping. I ain't heard nothing about one of the laws. That's the East Coast step show they used to have. Every East Coast, yeah, that used to be that thing. What? They canceled all that? So yeah, they pulled all those activities out. So, you know, I just want to try to make sure I put those things back, because if you do, you're supposed to do God, going to take care of you regardless. Absolutely, absolutely. I do have a question. You said it's 24 hours more on that. What else could you possibly do? <laughs> you thought it was done. I did, too. I'm right, like, okay, like well. A, a finished Picasso. Well, actually. It's nice. No, yeah, it's tight. <laughs> so, actually, this is actually the first code enough. As you first coded, I haven't even actually got into the detailing yet. Oh, excuse so, me. This is just the first first layer. But you know, I don't know shit. Well, can you send us a picture when it's done? I will. I will. <laughs> you said that's not the detailing. No, no. I haven't even started shading. Like I started shading on the nose, but it's nowhere near done. So, do your paintings appreciate in value? They do. Um, so, how does that work? Yeah, let's so, talk about the that. process. So, basically. Um, so if I buy that, you know, for two thousand, I got to kill you two years later when it was worth fifty dollars, Emma. No. So what you do is, <laughs> so when you come to me, you say, "Hey, so I have a, a twenty-point questionnaire. You get that twenty-point questionnaire. Mm -hmm. We go over it, find out exactly what is it that you're looking for, the color scheme, uh, where you play it on placing it. So therefore, you know, uh, I have an idea where we're gonna place it at and make sure that we have the right size. Um, you get what you pay for." Absolutely. So I don't use, you know, AC Moore, Hobby Lobby. Now I use those places if I'm doing a crate design because once again, there's just a, you know, a $10 or $5 canvas mm -hmm. and just for that moment. <clears throat> but if I'm doing something for uh, uh, art connoisseur that's actually collecting art, I go to Jerry's on the Raleigh Raleigh. So, you know, those canvases are, are high quality canvases. I make sure that I'm using master touch paint, um, the brush, all of those things makes a difference. But once I do that, I actually do a certificate of authenticity. Once you get that certificate of authenticity, I have to actually link you with my <clears throat> my uh, insurance insurance uh, plug, and he basically insures the painting. So if in any case anything may happen to the painting, it's insured. Mm -hmm. So he puts a value onto the painting based off my time, the effort, the supplies. So at the end of the day, even though they may pay two thousand for it, once I actually get it. Ensure they go through the process. It may be insured for ten thousand, maybe insured for fifteen. Mm. So that's where the hustle comes in. At. So um, if you're familiar with Sotheby's in New York, um, that's the go-to. So um, you have artists that you know they have a, a, a moniker or they have a, a concept. So that's the main thing. What I'm doing now is basically building my brand, and that's what it's about. So once I get to that point. Uh, that's when the money really starts rolling in. At the end of the day, you know, you can't put a price on it. It becomes priceless. And then, if you, of course, you pass, of course, you know, those pieces like Ernie Barnes. When you look at different, uh, not different world, but when you look at um, uh, uh, good times. Oh, yeah. He's an actual artist, actually, HBCU. Oh, yeah. Out of Central. Mm -hmm. If you have one of his paintings now, I mean, million dollar. Absolutely, million dollar yeah. So, you know. Um, so, JJ wasn't doing that art? No, that's all Ernie Barnes out of the Institute. I thought JJ was really paint. Out of Central. That's actually <laughs> Ernie Barnes. So, yeah. So, um, so, I have a question. Yeah. Do you always smell like paint? Ah! <laughs> 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 I'm I, kidding. Do you no. think it's a special soap to, like, get it off so you don't no. smell like paint for your lady? Oh, God. Well, actually, uh, I use turf, uh, turpentine to try to, you know, clear the paint up. So, sometimes I smell like turpentine. Um, <laughs> But no, I try to Say, make well, what does he smell like now? No, I'm just kidding. Nah. <laughs> You're catching a whiff. So I'm good. But no, um, I try to make sure, you know, I use um, uh, bio-friendly uh, chemicals, but uh, definitely uh, I use serpentine to make sure I clean up. So. Hmm. Okay. Do you do portraits? I do portraits. I definitely do. Um, I'm actually working on work for John Fields right now. I'm actually oh. his... Yeah, so I actually just did three. So if you he ain't nobody. <laughs> nah, that's my dude. We were just saying we were just saying Halo the other night. That's my yeah. dog. Shout out John Fields. Yeah. Hey, he getting to doing his thing. He just won the championship overseas, the, didn't he? The third one. Third one. Third hey, one. he doing his third thing one. now. Hey, I'm so, proud of you, boy. I love you. Yeah. So I'm actually his go to, his go to. So 
Okay. Whenever he hits a milestone, he hits me up for a painting. I make sure that it's set him straight. Oh, that's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. So, um, yeah, he's one of my loyal customers, man. So Spending them chips the right way. I see you, John. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, definitely, if you with me when I don't have nothing, you'll be with me when I don't have when I do have something. Okay. 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 You gotta take people with you to ride now. Exactly. Oh yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Either you're on the train or you're off the train, like and I always price, say. And your prices never change. Your prices stay the yeah. same, brother. But when you're off the train, you're off. Yeah. Ain't no getting back on. So like, do you do you be playing? <laughs> do you be playing like Erica Badu? You know, the Baduism. Uh, you know, shout out Erica Badu. On, you know we saying? still love you, Erica. Like, do do you wear something special when you paint? Yeah. Well, like, I said I definitely got to take say, take me in the scenery. Right. Well, I gotta feel. First of all, the house got to be quiet. <laughs> I gotta make sure it's quiet. You gotta set the ambiance. I gotta set the ambiance. Um, <laughs> set the funk sway. In the house. Yeah, I have a man cave. Um, Usually with the man cave, I set everything up for like a live feed. I got my bar in there. Oh, you go live while you paint? Oh, yeah. Okay. I've never seen you live. You give no experience. Yes, I go live. Oh, you going live on Facebook? Or you, you told people how to reach you, how to get your paintings, how to buy your stuff. You ain't getting nobody nothing. I didn't see you. She asked the question. Oh, God, I was blocked. Oh! God. I'm back to that. I'm shooting for something. I don't getting blocked. No, she. Listen. I know I can't. It's on the loose. I got everybody in No, I got you. But no, I go live, I do downtown, I go downtown, I set up sometimes, I pay live in front of the, you know, the Arts Council. Okay. Um, do those on certain nights What you know, me recently having my first child, that's taking a lot of my time, but you know, um, I definitely try to go live. Um, Is that what helps your ambiance? Quietness. I put a little jazz on, I may light a few candles, I may have a glass of, you know. Um, uh, it just depends how I'm feeling. It may be oh, a sweet bread. I like sweet breads. <laughs> I like I like a Moscato. It just depends, um, but yeah, I love a nice Bella Rosa. Um, but yeah, I put that on and put some nice music on. Set the ambiance, music that you know, jazz. I mean, I couldn't imagine a painter like painting to like Migos or something. I do my trapping plates. I do trapping plates as well now. But I definitely turn up for you guys. I definitely turn up. So sometimes I have a DJ and the DJ I put up and if the DJ, you know, if you put a request up. So make sure y'all follow me on IG, follow me on Facebook. There it is, you definitely. All right, well, we appreciate you, brother, for coming in today and letting everybody know, you know. We're going to get into Uncle Justice story time right about now. I got a good one for y'all today. I was online and uh, I seen some disturbing things. This girl got a tattoo. <laughs> now, I got a lot of tattoos, you know what I'm saying? And I had a guy, you know what I'm saying, do my tattoos. Shout out my boy, Blist. I don't know where he at. He's somewhere. He, he gets missing, then he pops back up, and he's ready to tat, and then he gets missing. And But uh, he does good work. I think that's his you know, life. You know, but you know. He be out there a lot there sometimes. You know that, bro. But the work is there. But anyway, the girl got a tattoo on her neck. And uh, apparently, it was supposed to be a lion. You know what I mean? I, everybody's seen it. I've shown everybody in the room. You guys will see it on the video, obviously. But uh, I don't know what the hell it is. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like a damn ink spot. Like like them shits when you go to see the psychiatrist and they show you the little uh, the ink blot shit. That's what oh, it looks yeah. like. And they be like, "What is this?" And you have people that say, "That's exactly what the hell it looks like yeah, to me." Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, you know, anybody else, but you know. So the girl she reaches out. I don't want to misquote her. So I want to get. I want to get. I like. To, I like to be exact. You know? So yeah, I like to give it exactly to you. So you know, I ain't gonna call out the artist name because we don't do. We ain't here to embarrass nobody. We ain't here to take nobody money away. But if y'all happen to look up and find the story and find out who it is, you know. I'm saying who uh, <clears throat> this person is then hey check it out you know what I'm saying Jay by the ink test but I mean you know <laughs> if you can find it then there it is but so the young lady reaches out to him let me get to what, what she reaches out to and what she says to him because it looks nothing like uh, mm -mm. I, I don't even remotely Did think it was even fish his work I, I don't even know if he like, even looked at the picture. Right. I think he might have just started scribbling on her neck or something. Like I don't how know. How does she find him? Is what I want to know. Like, did she not see his work beforehand? Well, yeah. apparently he's she. He has a business, so he does tattoos. So obviously he posted his page. No. Did you go to his page? Did you see his previous work? I looked at his page and I saw the work. And, I, and, and what does that look like? I wouldn't get no tattoos from him, but I mean. There you go. 
It didn't look, I mean, you know, it didn't look terrible. It didn't look like that shit on her neck. That looked like a jailhouse tattoo. Yeah, let me see. I didn't see his other Oh, you didn't see his other word. You seen that already, okay. Well, we will get, hold on, we'll look up his other word. Well, okay, you got your phone, pull him up. There's a, there's the name. Like a hotel party. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. Pull right. up on the online. There it is. Yeah. That looks like the guy's tattoo. What does it say? I can't read it. What does it say? Oh no. Okay. Then look that up then. That's the Instagram. Uh, I think it's Facebook. This Facebook. This Facebook. Yeah. Because something like that, like he has to. He. That's not the first person that he did that. So the young lady made the post. Hold up. She made the post. Right. And so he came. I guess he inboxed her. He said. I guess he means shaded, but it says, did I shade it wrong? But I guess it means, did I shade it wrong? Uh, <laughs> I use what I use with anybody. Can you please just tell me what I did wrong so I can fix it? Okay, this is the brother reaching out. He's trying to straighten it up. Ah, from how I look, I don't know how you're gonna fix that. But, okay, he's trying to fix the problem. He's, he's, he's addressed it, A. You made the post, you didn't have to do that. You could He didn't say that, but basically what he's saying. Mm -hmm. uh, you could have inboxed me directly. I can, I'll straighten it out. Okay, he's trying to be accommodating. We're gonna roll with him. Customer service. Okay. He's, he's giving it to him now. He hasn't, he hasn't dropped the ball yet, you know. People make mistakes. <laughs> so stuff happens. You sure okay. he dropped the ball yet? Not, well, he dropped the ball when he, when he fought the nickel, first of all. That's, the ball was, I'm talking about, was kicked across the road in the pond somewhere. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, the ball's in the pond over there. Well, yeah. Somewhere. Okay, yeah, it's, it's out of here. But he's trying to rectify, all right? So. She comes back with, you're the tattoo artist. I can tell you, I can tell you what you, I can't tell you what you did wrong, love. I, she said, okay, bet. You're the tattoo artist. I can't tell you what you did wrong, love. I just need my money back at this point. On bro. I guess that's some slang they're using. Whatever, okay. On bro. You put another fuck, another fuck tattoo over and fucked up tattoo. Oh, so she got oh. another. So apparently he covered the tattoo, and it okay. He fucked up the tattoo over. Okay. okay, I'll be there tomorrow. It don't look nothing like the picture, bro. It's not what I wanted at all. I need my money back, a hundred respectfully. That's what she said. She paid a hundred dollars. I wonder no. if it's a hundred respectfully, or I want my hundred. I don't know. That means a hundred dollars. I mean, well, she saying, put the hundred, the little symbol hundred, right, like okay, I, okay. like I mean this okay. respectfully. Okay, okay. okay. Like, but I mean what I'm saying. That makes sense. I need my bread at this point. I need my bread, right. but you know, respectfully, but I need my check. I, I guess she's saying ain't no smoke. Right. But I just need my paper back. I'll be there tomorrow because she gonna pull up. He responds here. This is where this this, this way it gets a little tricky. <laughs> this way it gets a little dicey right here for me. This is what will see me through the roof. I'd have been enraged right here. I don't need. I don't want to put hands on it. Okay, right, Jim. He says, "How is not what you wanted? I did in lying, the same line you sent me. First of all, what the fuck you mean? How is it not what I wanted? It looked like a damn ink blot on my neck. What is you talking about? It looked like a damn. I would have checked my oil in my car and the shit shot up on my neck. That's what it looked like. That's what it looks like. You know, you pull it all up too fast and the shit shoot up like the shit shot all on my neck. That's what it looks like. You talking about how you? Come on, man. Okay." How is it not what you wanted? I did a line, the same line you sent me. It's not my fault, and I'm not responsible for how the tattoo turns out. Oh. Now, this motherfucker is tripping. Yeah. Did he really just say that the tattoo artist said that he's not responsible for how the tattoo turns out? Are you insane, dude? I wonder if he had her sign on them damn waivers at the doctor's account. Yeah, he must have. He must have. Where is the tattoo artist not responsible for how the tattoo turns out? What? are these waivers looking like that he's got people Are you serious, bro? So he's he's not responsible by turning up. It looks close. And if you look close, you can see the detail. If you look close, so basically, I mean, when your neck is turned like this, I can see you got a flower with Emma on there. You can see that from there, right? You don't have to be here. I, I didn't have to go. In the club. Right. So everybody, time, everybody see your tattoo. Now I got to get here. Hold on, let me get my flashlight on. We got to get a flashlight. This is what we got to do to see the tattoo, though, right? Let's play devil's advocate now. No disrespect intended. She is a darker skin, and she also doing a. She's doing a. Uh, I'm dark enough. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm. I mean, I'm just saying. And she's just ready to go. My tattoos ain't tell explain exactly what it was on my neck. Yeah. I can see the the where the shading is at. I can see the line. I can see the Shout out to Bliss. My man. Right. If that was a word, I just said it. It ain't gonna work. It's not what you mean, bro. Is what she said. So then he comes back. So you didn't want a line? Question mark. 
Well, that ain't no damn lion. Yeah, no, that's the lion's <laughs> mate. That's the lion's shit. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Uh, shit. That's the lion's shit. You get me the defecation shit, is what she said. Yes. <laughs> right. It don't look anything like the picture. This is her talking back again now. It don't look anything like the picture. It looks like a big black spot. I get embarrassed in public. People can't even tell what it is. We thought it was her birthmark. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Birthmark on that. That's a birthmark. So then she, he goes, so it's my fault that it looked like a black spot. What? <laughs> what, what, I did, what did I do wrong? What? <laughs> Who else fault? You did it. What are you talking about? It's your fault. It's just like, you said, fuck it. Let me just pull it out. Did I shit? First of all, he said something. Did I shade it wrong? Did I shade it wrong? <laughs> Apparently, yes, you did. Right. Did I, I use what I use with anybody. Can you please just tell me what I can do to fix it? Nothing. And you can't keep doing it. It's already black. So you want me to come back? You chop uh, my neck up some more, huh? Pay me for a laser removal. Right. People, y'all got to start. Y'all got to start yeah. seeing these people work. Like Sable said, y'all got to start expecting these people work for y'all go get these tattoos and stuff yeah. done. Now, yeah. these people are experimenting on y'all, using y'all for crash test dummies, and y'all crashing and burning. I need to see some paperwork. Yeah, I, I want to know how much you pay. Yeah, that's a great question. Right. That's a great yeah. question. Obviously, and he had like he didn't want to reimburse her. Right. Because he had like, like he going to jump through hoops. Like he want to get the girl the money back. That's already gone, huh? Yeah, so he didn't get hired with that, huh? Come yeah. on, man. That's, that's girl right there. He used the money while he was doing the fucking tattoo at that point. Hey, point. and they will do it. <laughs> they will do it. Right. They will yeah. do it, though. If he took a break, that was what this Now you see why. They will take that break, now. Now you see why. There you go. Right. Craziness. Yeah. Hey, hey, y'all just keep letting everybody chop on your body, y'all. Shout out to the good tattoo artists out there. Shout out to my man Bless. Like I said, hey, y'all look him up. He do good work. Brandon Hinton. That's his real name. Wherever he at now, I don't know. I need some more done, though. You got to finish my hand, matter of fact, so I need to, I need that to be covered up. Oh, we're finished. Not covered up, but finished. But <laughs> yeah, I'll let me bless. But <clears throat> that's going to about wrap it up for us today. We're going to thank Miss Natasha Toombs of NIT. Shout Realty. Out to my team, that Realty yeah. Group powered by Keller Williams, all my team members. You heard her. Y'all need a house. Y'all need an apartment. Y'all need a scooter. Y'all need anything. Come reach out to her. She can get it for you. She needs some sellers right now. Oh, she needs some. So that they want to sell their house. Yeah. Oh, okay. She needs yeah. sellers. So if you're trying to sell your house, hey, reach this out. Is the time. You time to get money. that paper. Mm -hmm. Okay. My man, Riddick Mack, coming on out with the Sweet. art. Thank y'all, man. I appreciate you. Salute. We got to get into the art game, people. That's how you invest your money now. Hey, you buy that art, let it sit in that house. I know y'all want to spend that money, but let that money appreciate and let it, let it do work for you down the road. Now. Also, what's so crazy is that it's hand in hand with real estate, so therefore, it can definitely add value to your home. Mm, you heard it. And get the painting. Exactly. There it is. Mm. <laughs> there it is. Mm. Also, Miss Sable Lee. Appreciate you coming out. What's the last's name again? B Lash. B Lash. Looks really good, by the way. B Lash. Oh, y'all see him now? Oh, yeah. They yeah. out there now. They blinking at you. Right. <laughs> As always, this has been Straight No Chase with Jesse Mitchell. I am the innovator, the emancipator, the originator, Jesse Mitchell.